Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Travel Mug Podcast. Here in Canada, as you can imagine, we are in the depths of winter. So we're always so happy to get together and talk about travel. Dream a little dream, as they say. And I know most of you aren't traveling right now, and we're likely a bit out of practice on what it actually takes to get ready for a trip, especially a longer trip. Oh, longer trips. Oh, I miss you, right? (laughs) Uh, Today we thought we would chat a bit about packing and overall getting ready to go on vacation. I mean, just the thought of actually going on vacation at this point is such an exciting thought, but also a little bit sad, but that's why we're here. We digress. So let's move into some tips and thoughts around packing and and we're going to share a little bit about what we do to get ready for trips. But first and foremost, Jen, would you call yourself an overpacker? Yes. (laughs) I think, I feel like I am on big trips. I feel like I swing wildly between overpacking and underpacking and especially on like road trip type things. Like even just going to like visit my parents, I feel like I have so much stuff that I don't know if that's normal, but I feel like on longer trips, I've definitely brought in like fancier clothes that I've never worn. Like I dragged a dress around Europe for two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> that I'd never, I didn't wear it once. So right. hmm. what about you, Megan? Do you think you're an overpacker? I think going back to your point though, of road trips, I think with cars, you feel there's more room to bring things because you're in your car. I think yeah. that just makes, that makes a lot of sense because you're like, sure. What does it matter? It's not like I have to check a bag. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'm kind of like you, like moderately. Yes. Sometimes I have an overpacker, but I'm not really bad. Like I do remember one trip where I wore everything and like the pride I felt was like super immense. And I was like, yes, I did it right. I mean, it only happened once, but I did it right. Um, And then there are trips down South and I know you've not done this yet, but I always seem to pack too many shorts and tank tops and you'd think, oh, well you'll need that. But most of your days really are spent in bathing suits and like cover-ups. Right. And then at night it's about dress your clothes. So you really don't need that stuff. So I do find South is where I'm probably the biggest overpacker because you're like, well, what if I do need it? I don't want to buy it at a resort, but then you don't need as much as you think. You <laughs> right. like, yeah. Like clothes, I mean, sunscreen and all that stuff. Sure. But just not the amount of shirts and tank tops. So in the, that way, definitely I am an overpacker. <laughs> when do you usually start like packing before you go on a trip? Um, I would say two or three days before. I don't love packing. So I have to say that I put it off a little bit because (laughs) it seems like a chore that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I always have a note on which I do start making in advance. So I probably make the note maybe a day and a half or so in advance of actually packing. (laughs) Peter tells me uh, he's almost 48. So therefore doesn't need a note. He knows what he needs. (laughs) Um, but to me, he kind of like his packing style, which most of the time works out for him. Like it makes me anxious because I'm like, what if you're forgetting these things? And I mean, it did happen on two occasions where on our honeymoon, he only took one pair of socks the whole whole trip. Mm -hmm. Um, and then on one other trip South, he only took one tank top. 
So there were those things that didn't work out. And I mean, but most of the time they actually do, but it, it still stresses me out. So two to three days in advance, always a note. And I start that a little bit before. What about you? I'm usually a few weeks before I'm like aggressive. I know. Look at me. I'm like throwing things on the spare room bed. Like, oh, I have to remember to take that. I have to remember to take that. I don't like put things in a suitcase until probably like one or two days before we leave. And I have like a master checklist that I have on my computer that I use for like most of our trips just to go through that and be like, do I have this? Do I have this? Do I have this? And I find that really helpful. That's a great idea. It's something you can save. Like I would need something different for, let's say, South as compared yes. to Europe. Yep, but for it's sure. Still a great idea. But there's still that. things that you're going to take no matter where you're going. That's whole other level. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm incredibly impressed. Um, what about suitcase organizers? A yay or a nay? I am a total yay. So let me tell you. Let me tell you my story. All right. So. It was around when I started my travel blog. I thought, let's do this fun experiment. So I fake packed for like a seven-day trip. And so I packed, I don't even remember what it was now. I could have looked, but it's like seven shirts, like three pairs of pants, like socks, underwear, like a pair of shoes, like a whole bunch of bathroom bag. Right. So I did an experiment where I did um, folding and then rolling and then packing cubes. And the packing cubes won. It like saved so much space. I will link um, the blog post in the show notes so you can go down and check it out because there are pictures. I kind of want to like redo that experiment just in case it was a fluke. But I, I like the packing cubes because on some trips, like especially to Disney, we take our stuff and we put it in the drawers at the hotel. And so I pack like one packing cube for Ryan and one packing cube for me. And then we can just take it out and it's already kind of in the drawer. And then we just throw it back into the suitcase as it's dirty. So I like them. They help me keep me organized. And I think they save a little space too. What about you, Megan? No, I have to ask before we move on though, do you roll the clothing within the packing cube or do you yes. lay the clothing? Mo- mostly it's mostly rolled inside the pack. It's mostly rolled inside the packing cube on the way to where I'm going and on the way home, sure. it's just shoved okay. in there. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but um I the packing cube just it does compress it a little bit, but I think it's more like keeping it all together that is really helpful. Gotcha. Now I did purchase the packing cubes because I have FOMO. If I'm like, ooh, that seems fun. I need to buy it, which is so silly. But once I got them, like so many things I feel like I've wasted money on, I felt like it took up more room in my suitcase than my actual stuff did. Like if I were to pack within the cubes, put it in the suitcase, and maybe I haven't done enough experimenting on how to properly pack the cubes. This is very likely, but I just haven't ever used them. I've used maybe one, but I didn't use it without, you know, within the suitcase. So I the concept like makes me happy because I love being organized, Yeah, but I haven't had them work for me yet. Maybe if I take less stuff, that would be helpful. And maybe I'm just taking too much. Like it's a whole dichotomy of a lot of issues, I'm assuming. Um, but maybe I'll give them another go because I've, I don't think I've given them a proper chance, but I just felt like the cubes themselves took up too much room in my suitcase, which caused anxiety. I don't right. know. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. Fair. Maybe when I travel again, I'll give it a go. Yeah. So you could fake, fake pack for a trip and see how it goes. 
<laughs> yeah, because that won't make me more depressed about no, this. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just pretend you could actually go somewhere. Yes. It'd be like that flight to nowhere that they've had on uh, his Qantas Who Airlines. Who are those people? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Well, we thought next we would share maybe some tips to pack the right amount of stuff. And maybe these are things we need to take in mind as well. (laughs) Take our own advice. Right. (laughs) Um, So the first one is something to keep in mind when you're going on air travel, the cost of luggage per airline and the size allowance. So different airlines have different requirements. So it's just important to check ahead. Um, mm-hmm. For the overpackers, two bags is probably pretty expensive. So I think it's like $60 sometimes a bag. And so for two people, that's $120 and that's only one per. Yeah. So I think it's really just something to keep in mind and could help you really, I guess, you know, not pack as much if you have to pay more. So something to definitely keep in mind. I will tell you one time, this is funny. My parents, we were going to New York. It was my last uh, family trip where my parents paid. And they were like, we're going to do carry-on only, but we're going to use hiking backpacks. And I don't know if you've seen a hiking backpack. I have. Uh, It's quite a bit larger than a carry-on is allowed to be. And then we had to check our (laughs) hiking backpacks instead of carry-on only. So um, look at the website and read the site. We walked up to like, and my stepmom tried to shove this hiking backpack in, you know, the carry-on, like, size yes. checker. And the lady at the desk was like, Mm-mm. this is not going to happen, lady. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, lady. That's not going to work. You're going to have to check those. And we did. So. I mean, kudos for giving it a try. <laughs> All right. What else? What's another tip? So our next tip is to re-wear clothing, which you do not need a new pair of pants for every day for no. sure for sure and i mean even like shirts i know in different trips that we've done especially where like when, when we've gone places where it was cold and you're literally just wearing it under a jacket all day you can probably wear that again you're probably yeah. not sweating that much right if you're not sweating up a storm yeah yeah so definitely you don't need a new complete new outfit for every single day And that is definitely something as I've grown up that I've realized. Like I think back in the day, I thought, ooh, new outfit per day. And I've really come to the realization that just doesn't like no one that I saw yesterday in this European country is going to see me today. No. So who cares but me? So anywho. (laughs) Next up, consider the weather and activities you'll be doing. So Do you need hiking clothes, winter clothes, summer clothes? I mean, you know where you're going. Figure out the type of clothing you're going to need. And much like we probably experienced in Iceland, so if a heavy like winter, winter jacket isn't necessary, consider maybe taking a lighter jacket, less to pack, and then underneath wear layering. So a shirt and then maybe a hoodie or a sweater and then the lighter jacket. And you can really rewear that quite often. So it's going to save a lot of room in your suitcase. But even if the lighter jacket becomes too much, you can take that off. You still have a hoodie. So I think that that combination really works Mm -hmm. well. And it worked well for me in the past. Yeah. Same. I definitely did a, like a lighter jacket and a sweater the first time we went to Iceland. The second time we went to Iceland, I brought my winter coat and I did wear it. So, uh, yeah, check, check the weather. Like just, Google is your friend. (laughs) I know. There's the internet for a reason. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. What's next? Um, well, bring more shirts than pants, which we kind of did just cover, but you really, really don't need a new pair of bottoms probably for every day. And I think that kind of, and consider what kind of bottoms you want. Like, do you want, do you need shorts? Do you need pants? Do you want capris? Do you want a skirt? Do you need a dress? And just, you can probably do like two or three of those instead of all of those options. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, really the maker of jeans these days recommends you don't even wash them every time you wear them. So mm-hmm. I mean, live a little, right? Just, you'll be fine. <laughs> All right, cool. And I understand you have a story about your honeymoon there about booking places with washing facilities. Yes. Yeah, so we didn't book places with washing facilities. <laughs> So book places with washing facilities. So what we did, we booked an apartment in Iceland and London. So we did two days in Iceland and then we flew to London and we did seven days in London and then we flew to Paris. So in London, somewhere in there was our like halfway-ish point. So we brought a week's worth of clothes for the two-week trip. And so I washed them in the sink in like the kitchen sink in our apartment. And I just brought like a little carry-on container of uh, laundry detergent and just like washed it up in the sink. But then I hung clothes literally everywhere (laughs) around this apartment. And I mean, it worked great. Like it was totally fine. Um, So you, you don't have to have a washer or dryer. I mean, we probably could have gone to a laundromat, but I just like washed in the sink, hung them up everywhere and we left for the day and came back and they were dry. So, but there are a lot of Airbnbs we've seen though, that do specifically say laundry facilities. So if that is important to you and you want to literally use a washer and dryer, or at least a washing machine, because you can definitely hang laundry anywhere. There's lots of places that offer that now. Mm -hmm. And I know on things like the cruises that we've gone on, there's always like laundry um, that they'll come and pick up your laundry and then bring it back. I remember it being fairly expensive. I think there was like a special if you did it like at the halfway point or something like that. But uh, there's usually like an option on those type of trips. And I know when we've gone to Disney, most of the resorts have laundry facilities, like a like a laundromat washer and dryer situation right. where you pay like 75 cents or whatever it is. So if you seek out places to do laundry, they're around. You just got to oh, yeah. look for them. Yeah, definitely. And finally, um, really be careful to you in terms of packing and space in your suitcase or carry on is really about your footwear. I, my sort of rule of thumb is wear the biggest pair of shoes traveling because that takes up less room in your carry on. It takes up less room in your suitcase. Mm -hmm. And then you sort of pack the smaller or less heavy shoes in those items. And I usually try a pair of shoes in the carry-on and a pair of shoes or two in the suitcase. But I'm usually a really, one thing I do judge really well is my footwear and I don't usually overbring shoes. I tend to underbring shoes. So I will usually wear, like the last couple of times we've gone to Disney, I bring like my Birkenstock sandals and then I bring my sneakers and literally don't wear my sneakers. But when we went on our cruise, I think I literally only wore my Birkenstocks. I don't think I packed anything else, which was fine. Like they were comfortable. Um, they didn't look so good with like my dressier clothes sure. going to dinner. Um, right. But they were comfortable. So 
eh, but I definitely tend to underpack shoes. Um, but at knock on wood, it hasn't led me in any kind of hot water. <laughs> well, it, it's worked for you so far. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of carry on, so I think, you know, you don't want to overlook what you can bring on the plane and how that can save you space in your suitcase. Mm-hmm. So sort of just to sort of talk about things you should always carry in your carry-on. So keep in mind, you're normally allowed one carry-on and one personal item per person. Usually with females, that's a purse. I don't know what dudes bring, Mm -hmm. but, um, and a personal, I guess, laptop bags, but, Mm -hmm. um, backpacks oftentimes, you know, we usually just bring that as the carry-on. We don't do like little suitcase and backpack, but I mean, whatever floats your boat, I guess works for you. Um, and what do you think, Jenna, like some must-haves for the carry-on? Okay. Must-haves. Important travel documents. Yeah. Passport, your passport, your ID, your money, and your credit cards should always be with your person. Yes. Always. And also medications, anything, especially medications that are like essential to living. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Those are always good to have nearby. Very important to have those with you. Um, I also like to take anything like really breakable or like irreplaceable, like jewelry. I mean, I don't actually tend to travel with my expensive jewelry anyway, but if I was going to, I would make sure to have that on me. Um, I also like to put an outfit or two in my carry-on, um, at least some underwear or something, yeah. just in case our luggage is lost because you never know. Um, I also like having a bathing suit in my bag if we're going somewhere like warm, like a couple of times we've gone to Florida. If you're going to go hang out at the pool, you're going to want the bathing suit in your bag. Yes. Sunglasses. I've done this multiple times where we get up at 3 a.m. and head to the airport and you don't need your sunglasses at 3 a.m. and then you land in Florida and you're like, oh, it's sunny. Right. I forgot I was leaving Canada. Yeah. So that's nice. Small sunscreen as well. That kind of blends in with all those things. You don't want to get there and be like, get get burnt the first like hour that you're there. It ruins things. It does ruin things. Um, Snacks. Snacks are important. We love food. We love snacks. You should have... My family tends to bring Pringles on an airplane and I don't know why. I guess because they don't get squished. They're in that nice little tube. Um, the Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> now, definitely hand sanitizer and wipes. Mm-hmm. Too. That's going to be our new uh, must have. Sadly. <laughs> um, something to do. So, a book, your phone. Well, you're going to want your phone anyway. Um, an iPod, if anybody's out there still using an iPod to listen to music. I use mine to listen to podcasts, but anyway. Oh, well, duh. Um, you could be listening yeah. to us on a plane. <laughs> Um, I've actually noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this, Megan, but a few of the newer planes are like not having TVs in the back of the seats. Like we were on a brand new airplane, I guess two years ago or whatever now. Yeah. And they didn't have, um, yep. and I was like, why are we going back to not having a television? But why do you want me to be bored? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but definitely bring something to do. And I also like to bring a, phone charger and an external battery for my phone or device or whatever, uh, so that you can charge while you're at the airport or on the plane. 
Yeah. And I think another key too, is if you're, if you're going yourself and one other person and the other person or one person doesn't have a lot of carry on stuff, that bag could also be used coming home when you maybe purchase some items or you want to throw some other things to have on the plane with you. So you don't need to stuff both bags full, even if like one's kind of empty, still take it. It might be beneficial for the way home. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So we'll next talk about carry-on only, so traveling with that. So Jen, you've already shared a fun story um, about your your hiking backpacks. Um, I always do carry-on, but there's only, of course, a few trips where I've done carry-on only. The idea, again, causes a smidge of anxiety in terms (laughs) of like, can I fit the things I need in this one bag? And that's it. Yeah. Really the most recent time was Las Vegas in 2019. It was amazing. Really? (laughs) The freedom is great. Not to to worry about a, a checked bag. Yeah. I really do love it. And I wish I could do it more, but really we rarely fly for less than five days. So it's hard to do carry on only when you're going for longer trips because we do a lot of road trips. So if we're flying, it's usually for a long period of time, but the carry on was really convenient, especially on the return from Vegas. We had a stop in Montreal and they were able to put us on an earlier flight than we'd planned. And therefore I didn't have to think about the bag. Yeah. So that was a really big benefit to having sort of that carry-on only. What about you? Yeah, so I've actually traveled quite a bit carry-on only because I have done quite a few uh, shorter trips. So I've gone to Thunder Bay to visit my best friend multiple times. And so I don't have to take like that much because I'm going to someone's house. Right. So that's been really nice. And we've done multiple trips to New York, like just my husband and I what that are like four or five days. So we've done carry on only then we tend to, if we're going on a longer trip, only check one suitcase between and share the suitcase between the two of us. And then each take wow. a carry on to try to like save a little bit of money. And right. I think the only time we didn't share a suitcase was when we went on our honeymoon, but that was two weeks. And I actually, well, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, I was supposed to be in Italy last year for like two and a half weeks. And I was very stressed about packing for that trip because I'd (laughs) never had to pack for that long before. Yeah. And it seemed really daunting and I never got to, to do it, but COVID heard your concerns and thought, Oh, we'll just, we'll take care of You don't have to go. You don't have to go. Just stay home, Jen. (laughs) Stay home forever. No need (laughs) to worry. (laughs) Have you, have you ever had your luggage lost before, Megan? No. No, me no. either. Knock on wood. Knock I know. Wood. Like, I feel like it's one of those things. My time is coming. Oh, I feel yeah. Like most. <laughs> and so I'm just dreading it, but it hasn't happened to me yet. We, when we came home from Iceland, my stepmom and I, uh, we were in Halifax. We were waiting, 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 you know, the luggage is coming around, around, around. And then it stopped and we're like, oh my God, our luggage isn't here. So we waited like a few minutes and there was a bunch of us standing there and we were just like, okay. So as we all started to walk over to the desk where you report that your luggage is lost, it all of a sudden was like, and then started coming around and we're like, somebody found a freaking cart outside full of luggage and went, oh no, (laughs) put this inside. That's better than it being lost for sure. It was not lost. So it turned out okay. But yeah, thankfully... I'm sure, you know, if you travel enough, I feel like it's like a rite of passage that your luggage gets lost eventually. I hope I don't meet that rite of passage, but I agree. I, agree. <laughs> I mean, 
if it means I'm traveling again, then I guess I'll take it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Let's remember those words when it happens. And we're yeah. like, I guess we asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the most annoying or obvious thing you have forgotten to pack? Oh my gosh. So this is funny because it just happened. So for the February long weekend, I we went to my mom's house in Cape Breton. And we have a little dog. Her name is Ellie. You've probably heard her barking in the background of a podcast. (laughs) Um, And we were driving and we were like, I don't know, halfway to Cape Breton, maybe not even. My husband goes, where's the dog food? And I'm like, on the kitchen counter at home. Great. So we had to stop in and buy a bag. So that wasn't the end of the world, but it was like, how did we forget dog. We just forgot to put it in the car. I packed it. I put it in a bag and left it on the kitchen counter and it just never made it out to the car. Yeah. And I've also gone home for Christmas to my parents and forgotten to pack underwear. So yeah, I've been pretty good on longer trips, but yeah, those are my two things. It's like, really, Jen? Really? What well, about you? For me, it's so funny when I saw that you also, because I too have gone to my parents just once, not like last year, and I forgot to pack underwear as well. So just did a load every day of washing and mm. and just waited for that. I didn't, <laughs> uh, I, I was going to stick with that one pair. Um, I also went away for a weekend to the quarter deck actually and forgot my entire bag of toiletries including medication. So that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the worst one was when I went to Cuba and forgot a hairbrush because I have curly hair. I don't brush my hair every day. I brush it like twice a week because it gets really big and frizzy. Yeah. And so normally when I'm packing, I don't need a brush at that point because I pack my toiletries last to make because mm-hmm. I usually am using that stuff. Yeah. But I'm not brushing my hair. So therefore, why would I think of a hairbrush? So the resort we stayed at did not sell hairbrushes or combs. Great. We went, yeah, it was, it was awesome. (laughs) We went for a walk actually to another resort that we'd stayed at previously, just to sort of see what it looked like. But after we got there, we went into their gift shop and my God, thank goodness they sold combs. Um, I was like, oh, I've never been so happy to see a comb in my whole life. Um, It was a really hard lesson, but it's one I have repeated. So there's, I don't learn. So there's that. (laughs) There is that. But anyway, here we are. Well, if you had my master list, um, hairbrushes on that list, Megan. I know. Well, I maybe need this master list. It's a great idea. (laughs) Maybe I should share the master list with our listeners. Maybe you should. I will put a link in the show notes. And you can download my master list. Ooh, nice. And then Megan's going to have to download it too. (laughs) I sure, obviously, just for the hairbrush, if nothing else. I'm going to highlight that one on yours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hope that you found these tips helpful. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have any packing tips or tricks uh, that you'd like to share with us, anything we've missed, we hope that within the next year, we will actually be traveling and, uh, get back into practice since we are out of practice right now. And uh, we appreciate appreciate you tuning in Um, and for all the ongoing support. And uh, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a travel-loving friend. Bye. Bye.